everybody, and welcome back to the Football Absurdity Podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco, and it's a somber day here at Football Absurdity. Uh, we're going to be reviewing the Super Bowl, where everybody's favorite team, the San Francisco 49ers, lost. That's not uh, true. Only my favorite team, the San Francisco 49ers, <laughs> lost. Uh, sorry, Jeff. It's okay. And we will also be reviewing our uh, preseason predictions, which are... Not that great. <laughs> oh, they were so so good. Uh, you're not gonna believe how correct we were about everything. That's right. So good. And then we will go next week. We'll start talking about our uh, rookie quarterbacks, and then we'll get into rookies, and that should take us up to the draft, and then we'll go from there. So, um, let's start with the Super Bowl. Uh, in a dramatic fashion, uh, Jake Moody hits a game-winning field goal to win 19-22, 49ers, NFL champions. Like oh, wait. 15 years I, ago. I'm getting updated news. Jake Moody, uh, they did not actually win on that. Chiefs win 25-22. to uh, Steve Wilkes got fired. Uh, 49ers Twitter is being extremely not normal about this. Neither is uh, Eagles Twitter. Uh, neither is Raiders Twitter, which was something I found out. Because guess who the last team to beat the Chiefs was? The oh, Raiders. The Raiders. And they're like, well, I guess not everybody built up to beat the Raiders I guess, or to beat the Chiefs. I guess the Raiders are just better than the Niners. Like, cool, man. Cool, man. All right. Um, I guess we'll start with impressions uh, from the Super Bowl. Um, I'll start. Patrick Mahomes. I'm Kermit the Frog. No. Um <laughs> Uh, he's good, folks. Uh, but let's start. Let's start. I'm, with... I'm throwing the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where do we want to start? Where do we want to start talking about the Super Bowl? I guess. Uh, did the 49ers thoroughly blow a hole in their own foot by shooting themselves in it so many times? Uh, so many times. I mean, I don't think the 49ers shot themselves in the foot as many times as, like, for example, the Lions did in the previous round. But well. I, I think the Lions just did all their foot shooting all at once. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't make it get seem worse when it all came in like a seven minute period. <laughs> yeah, because like the first drive of the game, Niners were they were cooking, they were doing oh, well. Yeah. They, 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 were they getting... went right, they went right down the field. Then McCaffrey does what he barely ever does and fumbles. And then uh, you've got the special teams fumble, which I. I knew I cursed it because Ronnie Bell wasn't active and I posted on Twitter. Kyle Shanahan yeah. said, I'm not going to have my Kyle Williams moment. And then guess what they had? <laughs> right. <laughs> Fucking Kyle Williams moment. Um, there was the terrible unblocked, like Colton McKivitz just stood there while Chris Jones rushed at uh, Brock Purdy. And that was the overthrow to Brandon Ayuk on the goal line. I kind of feel like they shot themselves in the foot a lot. A lot of holding. Uh, shockingly, the Chiefs did not hold once in the game. That's crazy, despite the fact that they held all game. Anyways, uh, my impression are that the Chiefs are really, really, really good, and the Niners need to play a perfect game to beat them, and they did not play a perfect game. Uh, everything else about the 49ers is a lot of finger-pointing, a lot of uh, blame, being, just trying to assign blame, when here's the thing. The Chiefs with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, are one of the greatest football teams of all time. They are a legitimate dynasty. And, you know, uh, the overtime rules thing, sure. Maybe the 49ers made the wrong decision. But there was there was statistics uh, done on it. Guess what? Uh, getting the ball first. Guess what your statistical advantage is over getting the ball second? I don't know, like 0.5%. 
0.29 percent so i don't know i need i need a non-49ers fan to to give me their impression of the game mike uh i thought it was one of the best super bowls i've seen especially in a long time um objectively good super bowl yeah um it was just unfortunate that it ended the way it did you know for 49er fans um but it, it was it was very entertaining um and uh almost to tell two halves when the first half was no one can score you know errors and stuff like that fumbles and stuff and then the second half more offense showed up so that was that was really good to see but yeah one had to be a loser and it was the 49ers all right walker your impressions on the super bowl uh, I mean, I thought it mostly sucked butt for like three quarters. <laughs> it wasn't the best. It, it I, wasn't I, the best I, for the first half, at least. I definitely, I, I turned to, I, I talked to my dad about it after it ended and he, and I was like, I don't know. I, I feel like people are going to look at this as a classic Super Bowl because of the way like the last five drives went. But for most of this game, it was both defenses playing pretty well and both offenses making every possible mistake. Yeah. I mean, and, what, what mistake yeah. did the chiefs make? I mean, I mean, I really... through the pick. Oh yeah. And Pacheco I mean, fumbled, fumbled inside the red zone. Yeah. Right. Oh, the, I forgot about the Pacheco red zone fumble. Okay. So yeah, it was just uh, them uh, just not, not being great. Yeah. I mean, both teams turned the ball over twice. It, it was, you know, I, I, I just think there were mistakes, you know, all over the place really for about, you know, 70% of the game. And then both teams largely cleaned it up. Um, you know, I thought, uh, I thought most of the players pretty much played how you figured they would play, you know, uh, the good players, the, the really good players on both teams largely balled out. I mean, Ayuk didn't have a great game, but I don't know how much that was his own fault. Um, especially when he probably should have had like a 30 yard touchdown. Um, mm. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I think, you know, I, the quarterbacks, Mahomes had a bit of a rough first two and a half quarters, and then he pretty much was perfect since then, you know, af, after that point. Um, you know, when it came down to it, he made every play. Um, I thought Purdy was fine. You know, I, I think he did pretty much exactly what you would figure he would do. He largely kept the team in the game. Um, he didn't throw any picks, which was good. Um Missed a couple throws, but you can't expect a guy to hit every single throw. Mm-hmm. I I thought he was all right. You know, I I think he played a normal Brock Purdy game basically. Um, yeah, I I just the 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 Chiefs defense is better than the 49ers defense, which we knew coming into the game, and the Chiefs defense was able to hold up in the red zone at the end of the game, and the 49ers defense wasn't, and that was pretty much the difference. Yep. That pretty much uh, made the difference. Um, let me ask you both a question. If the 49ers had won the Super Bowl, if they had won, who would have gotten the MVP? Juwan Jennings or Chris Conley? Because <laughs> Chris Conley had some insane special teams plays, but Juwan Jennings had uh, two of the three touchdowns. Or... I'm, I'm going to say neither. I, I think Christian McCaffrey still would have won it. Really? I, mean, I guess I know... eight for 80 and a touchdown, yeah. Yeah, I, I know he had a fumble and also averaged like under four yards a carry, but he had 150 yards from scrimmage and a touchdown. And he's a well-known player. Whereas Jawan Jennings, nobody cares about. 
But he threw a touchdown pass. That was no. on Christian McCaffrey. Right, exactly. He la- he launched a ball, a duck across the field that Christian McCaffrey caught and ran into the end zone. Yeah, it really was a duck. Uh, and that was one piece of the discourse. Oh my God, my back, my thing behind the computer is falling over. Hold on, there we go. Okay, uh, that was one piece of the discourse that uh, the forward pass, uh, illegal man downfield, uh, on that that I mean, Jennings play. I feel like that was pretty borderline. I I really don't think it should well, have been called. Well, no, hold on. I, I need to say something. Um, just because Sims or Boomer or somebody says it doesn't mean you need to repeat it half of Twitter. <laughs> I went at people and they were like, well, they said it on the broadcast. And I was like, yeah, and it was wrong then. Like people, people need to use their eyes and ears and learn what rules are. Um, another bit of discourse. Uh, Usher, not for me, I realized. Oh, all right. I didn't even watch the halftime show, so I have no opinion on the matter. Uh, Mike, as the uh, the representative from the Boomer contingent. <laughs> 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 Sorry, how did you feel about Usher's uh, halftime show? Uh, I was too busy eating to pay attention. Fair. That's fair. Every song where it was just Usher, not great. Every song where he had like Alicia Keys or they had Jermaine Dupri out there or, of course, Lil Jon and Ludacris, great. Every song where it was just Usher, I was so bored. Not for me. Um, I mean, I think that's th- fine. And then last thing, uh, Mike, we'll start with you. What do the 49ers do to get over the hump next year? They they need an uh, offensive line, like in the worst way. Um Trent Williams, of course, is great, but from that side onto the ball on, they need some work. So let's get some offensive line help in there. And I think they're going to spend their first couple picks on offensive linemen. Uh, Walker, what do you think? Uh, Definitely offensive line help, especially on the right side. I mean, I don't think anybody would rate any of the three starters on the right side, uh, Brendel, Feliciano, or McKibbitts, I don't think anybody would rate any of those guys as better than average. And that's probably not going to get it done when you only have like one really good and one above average offensive lineman, and then the rest are just somebody. And especially um, when that really good and that above average are next to each other. Right. Uh, <laughs> and the, the defense needs more depth. Um, they weren't able to overcome really, uh, consistently at least, you know, injuries to, uh, Talanoa Hufunga and Dre Greenlaw. And, um, you know, it's, those players would have been very helpful in this game and could have been the difference. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I think I think they should use what resources they have in the offseason to improve the offensive line and the depth on defense. And if they do that effectively, then they can be right back in this game next year. It's going to be very hard to do. It always is. But, I mean, they're on paper, I would say they're probably still the best team in their conference. Yeah, they did open up as the odds on favorite to win the Super Bowl next year, which I think the soup it's usually one of the two teams in the Super Bowl and they probably would have gotten more money on the Niners than the Chiefs. So I don't think it's I think that that's why they put the odds there. But um, I would just like to point out to you both. You mentioned uh, couldn't overcome the uh, injury to Dre Greenlaw. And I would like to say injuries are part of the game. This is not an excuse. You can't it feels like you can't say anything as a 49ers fan without people being like, oh, you're making excuses. But um, Oren Burks filled in for him. Who wants to guess how many of the nine targets he was allowed, uh, nine targets that went his way, how many were catches? 
Nine. Mike? I'm going to say five. Nine. Ooh. Nine for nine, a touchdown, Yikes. and a 134.7 passer rating when targeted. So, nice. Yeah. Um, he's uh, he's not good, guys. He's not good. Uh, he is a depth guy. I mean, I mean he's, he's a depth guy. So um, get Ambry Thomas off my team. They're not trading Brandon Nayuk. Shut up, Twitter. And uh, anything, anything else to say about this game? How about on the Chiefs side? How about that Patrick Mahomes fella? He's pretty good, huh? Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, at at this point in his career, he is, you know, a far ways ahead of anybody else who has ever been, you know, a 28 year old quarterback. So he's, you know, he's on pace to be the greatest. Yes, Mike. What do you think? Is he on pace to be the greatest? Um, say it, say it, say it. He say might it. be the greatest right now. Yes. I mean, Let's I go. personally think he is, but I, I think obviously in terms of accolades, you know, people are still going to say Brady cause he has more rings, but no, I, I don't think anybody's ever played the position like Mahomes has. And Mahomes has that sixth sense for the big moment that just the best ever do. So I, yeah, I mean, I, he's. He's incredible. He was fantastic the last, the entirety of overtime and the last two and a half quarters. Really, really, really good. Um, you know, throwing to two players. So, I mean, just through through touchdowns to Marquez Valdez Scantling and Michael Hardman in the Super Bowl and won. Like, just unreal player. Um, you know, I'll, I'll probably make this mistake of picking against them again next year because it's hard to get back to the Super Bowl, like I say all the time. But, yeah, I mean, they they rode a little bit of luck to the Super Bowl, but they also had an incredibly hard road to get there. So I will uh, I'll allow it. I mean, they <clears throat> they they spanked the Ravens. Like, yeah, they they beat up the Ravens. They beat up the Dolphins really bad. Yeah. And then the you know beat the Bills, which at Buffalo that's a tough game no matter when you're playing it. Yeah. So um, all right, uh, that's it for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean I didn't you know people will be like what about the commercials? Well they all sucked so shut up. Yeah, they're not great. Shut up, Mike. How do you feel about the commercials? They sucked. Good good answer, Mike. Yeah, I was too busy eating to pay attention. <laughs> also fair. Also fair. Mike um, doing a lot of eating. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, little little bit of breaking news as we record this on a Saturday afternoon. The San Francisco Giants have a non-roster invitee to spring training. Oh, God. Is it Madison Bumgarner? He played with Madison Bumgarner. He also uh, played catcher. He won uh, World Series. I have no idea. What catcher won World Series with Madison Bumgarner? Uh, Buster Posey. Buster Posey. Wrong! It's Pablo Sandoval. He didn't Hell catch. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He started for, his career as a backup as a backup catcher for like one year. Yeah. Jesus. It's okay. a real. It's a real uh, Albert Pujols at third base situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a real. Yeah. It's a Miguel Cabrera was drafted as a shortstop. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Let's talk about our. Uh, this is gonna be kind of a shorter episode, which is fine. Uh, because I want to get back to walk it, watching rookie quarterbacks. Uh, quick, quick question. I will ask the two Michi- the the two uh, the Michigan fan and the Michigan State fan. Okay. JJ McCarthy. Uh, 
there's potential, I'll say. Um, I would have liked to see his team trust him to do literally anything in college. Um, it's a hard eval as a result because in most cases when a team doesn't feature their quarterback at all, it's because the other players on the team are better than he is. But McCarthy largely played pretty well when he was tasked with playing. So, I mean, I, I think that there's definitely potential there for him to be like a average to good starter. But I think that's about the ceiling. You know, I, I he's like Ryan Tannehill level to me. I mean, I, I have him at QB4. I'd probably give him like a second or third round grade. But I know he's probably going to go pretty high in the first. Yeah, if you have a high second round grade, you usually end up going in the first because the team will trade up to get that uh, second or that extra year of control. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel the same way in that they they didn't ask him to do a whole lot, but I also watched uh, Jim Harbaugh be an absolute psychopath about running the football for several years in San Francisco. <laughs> so I also know that that's um, that's. Uh, that might be more on the head coach than him. Mike, that is who he is, yeah. That, that is who he is. So, Mike, are the Chargers taking J.J. McCarthy in the first round? They Where's Chargers picking? Like, No, five, I'm kidding. They're Herbert. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Well, I forgot about that, <laughs> how, how do you feel about point. J.J. McCarthy at the next level? Um, little little taste of next week. Um, I, I think he's okay. Uh, he's he's above average in, in most, most things. Um, good. He has good mobility in the pocket, can can run when needed to. Um, but I, I have him as QB five right now. Mm. Who do you have ahead of him? Uh, right now it's a, it's 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 right between him and Phoenix. Um, so I have Phoenix ahead of him, um, and then of course Caleb Williams and Daniels and who, who May. Am I yeah, Drake. May Drake May. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it more next week. Drake May was my most uh was my most uh up and down evaluation, we'll say. <laughs> Cuz I was like, "Hey, this guy's pretty good." Oh, no. <laughs> I, it's yeah, it seems like I don't know. I from what I've seen of Drake May, I think he's, you know, good to very good. And it seems like, you know, I I keep hearing like I heard from TH Fantasy, now I hear from you, everybody's like you know, oh, his evaluation was all over the place for me. I'm not sure if I actually really like him very much. And it's like, I mean, I feel like he's pretty clearly the second best quarterback. No, I do like him. I, I want to be clear here. I do like him. Okay. But the first game that I watched was, um, hold on, I have my notes right here. The first game that I watched from him was, uh, oh, no, these are the only notes I have for Caleb Williams. But it was one of the greatest games I've ever seen a quarterback play in, like, the first half. And then the second half came and I was like, oh, because he became more of a normal like Drake May. It's still a high level player, but it's not like this is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he'll go on heaters, but for the most part, he's just like a normal good quarterback. Yeah. So. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about a review, a recap of what we talked about to start the year. Um, So to at the very beginning of the season, we did a flag planted quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Guess who'd win everything and the first coach to be fired. And um, I'll be honest with you, we started off pretty good. We had some good hits at the top and then we got really bad at the bottom. So um, flag plant quarterback. Um, I think Mike had the best one here. So they were 
for Mike, Dak Prescott. For Walker, Justin Herbert. For me, Anthony Richardson. I'm going to give myself an incomplete, but I still wouldn't say that I would. he would have finished better than um, than Dak Prescott. But I think Mike nailed it. So, Mike, what what was your thought process on Dak Prescott? How did you how did you come to be the greatest prognosticator on uh, football absurdity at quarterback? <laughs> uh, pure luck. Um, no, I, I I just thought with C.D. Lamb um, improving um, each year, he'd continue to take that step forward. And then I didn't really didn't trust a lot with the running game, so I I figured they'd be throwing a lot, which means of course points for fantasy owners. So. Putting those two together is why um, was pretty secure on Dak Prescott. Gotcha. <clears throat> yeah. So um, uh, Evan will lead in the TH Fantasy Boys between the five of them. They hit. I think Tony gets a hit for Kirk Cousins. Shane gets a hit for Jalen Hurts, but it wasn't like he went out on a limb. No. <laughs> um, and then uh, the Jags. The two teams took us down a lot. The Jags and the Chargers. So um, let's um, let's go on to the running backs. Mike, uh, your your uh, quarterback prognostication, unfortunately, did not extend to um, uh, running backs. You had Alexander Madison as the E uh, <laughs> e, e is right. Um, so um, you had Alexander Madison. Uh, Walker had David Montgomery. I had James Conner. And we they were basically the same guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> they were they were pretty much the same guy. Um, just one was in a much better offense. So I think well, I gave Walker and I both points for that. Uh, Mike, can you can you agree that we were both correct in that? Yeah, I for sure. Okay, then we had Najee Harris, Bijan Robinson from Evan Walid, the TH Fantasy guys, Tony Shane and Ryan, Derek Henry, Miles Sanders, and David Montgomery. Um, I think we I think uh, something that I got pulled back from at the very end was the si- siren song of Miles Sanders. Um, yeah, I, I feel like there's some, there's a lesson to be learned there, but I'm not sure what it is. The lesson is to that it doesn't matter when uh, when a mid running back changes teams. It doesn't really matter that much. They're probably still going to continue to be mid and therefore they're riskier because they might have their job stolen. I think it's that second half. So um, do we know of some running backs that might apply to for this year? Like uh, I kind, I kind I mean, of feel like. Uh, are there I any mean, mit- guys that switch teams? I, there's plenty of you know free agent running backs, but it seems like a lot of them are either good or bad. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel because I'm like, it's not going to be like Josh Jacobs. It's not going to be Saquon Barkley. It's not going to be these high end guys. Like it could be. Jeez. I mean, uh, I don't know. Austin Eckler might be mid at this point, so. That's not a bad call. Tony Pollard, potentially. It depends. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he'll be a little healthier next season, so he'll probably play a little better. But I I do think he's definitely still going to be less efficient than he was as a satellite back. Yeah. So uh, here here's a list of uh, here's a list of court of running backs that are free agents this year. And Mike, I'll, I, I want to know who your opinion is, who might fit this mold of mid running back who switched teams and looking at the top, I think I might know who it is. Cause he might be mid now. Uh, Derek Henry, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Saquon, Eckler, CPAT, Cordero Patterson. That is Gus Edwards, Zeke, Devin Singletary, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, Deandre Swift. Mm, who do you think is nah. the most likely one to get the Miles Sanders bump and then disappoint us? Ooh. Um, 
Uh, I want to say Josh Jacobs. Ooh, Josh Jacobs. Okay, so go into an offense that doesn't utilize him the same way the Raiders did. Right. Yeah, that could be it. Because, I mean, he did get a, a lot of volume, and that was a lot of his production. So, um, it, it, I was... It's tough because there's a lot. There's, I mean, Josh Jacobs took a step back this year. But a lot of those names that you mentioned are already, you know, trashy in, in, in the first place. So they're not going to become mid. Um, and then, so I don't know, it's kind of kind of the middle guy. But, yeah, that's why I picked Josh Jacobs. Okay. I think it might be Derrick Henry if he goes anywhere but the uh, Cowboys. Because I think the Cowboys will give him enough goal line touches to completely mitigate whatever step he might have lost. Um because he, he, I don't he know. Did. I mean, he was still good on the Titans this year, and I he mean, was, he's he's not the same guy as he used to be, but he was still a top ten running back, and that was with a smaller role in a bad offense. Was he a top ten back? I was pretty sure he was. Oh, let me double check that. Uh, Got to put in Jeff stats that deduct for if your name is Derek. Uh, number ten. But in points per game, he was uh, 17 next to Josh Jacobs. Mm. And that's PPR. So that's obviously his worst format. But, um, right. yeah, I mean, 1167 rushing yards, 12 touchdowns. I think that's just he has such a narrow window because mm. he doesn't catch the ball. They don't they don't use him to catch the ball. And when he does, it's like he has every year he has like one game where he has like a 70 yard catch. And then the rest of the year, it's like he'll every month he'll go two catches for 60 yards or sorry, 16 yards in every other game for months at a time. So um, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it might be Derrick Henry, but we need to know landing spots before we decide that. So mm-hmm. um, for the, uh, the wide receivers, uh, Mike, sorry, buddy, Deontay Johnson, uh we did not we uh should have went should have went with george pickens apparently yeah yeah uh, apo- apologies to kenny pickett i was very familiar with your game um <laughs> turns out kenny pickett uh he sucks <laughs> he is bad folks uh walker gets half credit for uh 1010 yeah, Mike I, I, had, got hurt. I, yeah. I had the correct answer until injury yeah like three games into the year mm-hmm. and i'm giving myself credit for jordan addison because Ten touchdowns. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. Yes. Jordan Addison. Should have been Rasheed Rice. Then I would have been doing victory laps on victory laps. But um, for Evan, it was Calvin Ridley. And then we have a streak of some good hits, but also some cowardice. Because Waleed got DJ Moore right. Fine. Tony got Amon Ross St. Brown right, which, okay. Top yeah. top 10 guy finished top five. Okay. Sure. And then uh, Shane got AJ Brown kind of right. Yeah, I mean, he was really good, but I think most people expected that. Yeah, and then uh, Ryan got partial credit for Christian Kirk because he was good, and then he wasn't. <laughs> and then, well, he was really good, and then he got hurt. So yeah, I mean, oh, he had oh, one bad week. Dang, Walker, Walker, uh, making a power move and switching uh, Ryan to a half credit right there. Look, so, I, uh, I mean, he did, he got hurt, and when he was playing, he was largely good. So I think half credit's fair. Okay, fair enough. All right. Um, other than the TH Fantasy guys being cowards, uh, anything else to take from wide receivers? Uh, what do we got here? I mean, no, I don't think so. I, I, I think it's, you know, pretty understandable why everybody picked everyone. So, no, I think 
unless Mike, what do you, you know, do you have any, anything to talk about, about these receivers? You want to go in on the TH fantasy boys for being cowards? <laughs> Picking all the guys that are in the top, top 10 anyways. Um. Mike went out on a limb. So Mike, let me ask you this. What did you learn from the Deontay Johnson flag plant? Never pick him again for a flag. Plant. <laughs> uh, Maybe quarterbacks determine a lot more about uh, uh, wide receivers than we think. Yeah, especially when you have Kenny Pickett throwing the ball. Yeah, folks, uh, he's the worst name for somebody since Grant Ball Four. Uh, Kenny, Kenny Pickett. All right, uh, flag plant tight ends. Uh, Mike gets a full incomplete for Darren Waller. I don't even know what that guy did this year. He was just hurt all year long. <laughs> so I'm giving Mike a full incomplete for Darren Waller. Uh, Walker's Dallas Goddard. He kind of did Dallas Goddard things. Me, I'm giving myself negative points for Gerald Everett. Here's what I learned about Gerald Everett. And I need both of you to, to help me with this next year. If I bring up Gerald Everett, tell me to stop. Please tell me to stop. I have a problem. Okay. All right, <laughs> I need your support guys. I need your support. I have a Gerald Everett problem. Evan Evan went the most coward route with Mark Andrews, but there is a reason why Mark Andrews was his tight end guy. It's because uh, Evan's son has diabetes and Mark Andrews has diabetes. Diabetic icon Mark Andrews. So we gave it to him. Yeah, um, we let him have it. Yeah. Uh, we'll lead with uh, Kyle Pitts, Tony with TJ Hawkinson, which I guess I should have given Tony points for TJ Hawkinson because he was he was really good. The problem is that after Shane picked Hate Crime Higby, uh, Ryan got this, the 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 most correct tight end flag plant potentially ever. Yeah, yeah. With Shane yeah. Laporta or Sa- Shane Laporta, Sam Laporta, Shane Laporta episode title. Uh, but yeah, Sam Laporta, most correct ever. So let me ask you about this flag plant. Same Sam Laporta, correct. Flag plant D- Dalton Kincaid, not correct. Flag plant Brock Bowers, maybe correct next year. Should we start rethinking rookie tight ends? I mean, when you have an elite prospect like Bowers, I can understand it. I mean, there, there's only two tight ends, I think, in this class that could be legitimate day one contributors in that way. And that's Bowers and Jatavian Sanders. Um, I there's po- there's a possibility, especially depending on where they end up. I mean, if Bowers gets picked by like the Chargers, I have to imagine he's going to be a pretty big part of their offense. But have you considered who they already have? Uh, tight end that's going to block him jeff you're not allowed to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> mike with the emergence of sam laporta are you more likely to take a look at a rookie tight end this year despite our 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 hard and fast rules about that nope nope mike's sticking with it <laughs> mike mike no i will not learn any lessons <laughs> mike's like Hell these no. are, mike's like these are my guns and i'm sticking to them <laughs> that's right <laughs> And I mean, honestly, that might be the best call because we do this. We're 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 kind of a we get led around by our nose as an industry about like, oh, this happened last year. So it definitely there has to be somebody that does that again this year. Right. I mean, there's going to be there's going to be so many people saying, who's this year's Sam Laporta? Nobody. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just not going to happen. There's a reason there's a reason why Laporta was breaking records, because nobody has done that. There, he was breaking records because the records were very low. <laughs> Look, yeah. man, and I, I think I think in any circumstance, uh, what is it, 80, 83 for or eighty two for eight ninety and ten touchdowns, something like that. I think that's good under pretty much any circumstance. Yeah, no, I mean it was a great season. It's just it, I was just it was just funny because like 
Uh, Sam Laporta and Puka Nakua both broke records, but because one's a tight end, the numbers were just much lower. That's all. But it's because matter. they're not they're not asked to do as much. So, okay, let's talk about uh, division winners. Uh, here, are who are, I'm going to shame three people here: Ryan, oh Shane, and Walker Kelly for saying the Seattle Seahawks are going to win the NFC West. Wrong. Yep, I got it wrong. Walker, what did you learn about your mistake? I'm not picking. Uh, I'm not picking some random team to get to the Super Bowl again. Because <laughs> the Seahawks were also my NFC Super Bowl pick. <laughs> Right, really? I yeah. didn't even realize that. Yeah. Uh, oh my so God. They did not make the playoffs. Uh, I believe they went nine and eight. Um, fired their head coach. Fired their head coach. Yes. Well, he stepped down, but essentially the same deal. He was forced out. Um. Uh, yeah. I. I don't. I don't know. It, it. I was pretty much just like, well, I thought the 49ers were going to take a little bit of a step back this season. I thought they would still pretty easily make the playoffs. And that they were still a contender, but I don't know. I just thought the Seahawks were going to have like a hot season. Hot season. I think it was a uh, we. That was I think we did this when we were gassing ourselves up about uh, about like Gino's got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, JSN, Ken Walker, and Zach Charbonnet. No offense. How can he this go wrong? And then it all went wrong. But yeah, when when your two good young tackles immediately get injured for the whole season, that's, that's true. that that really hurts. Yeah. So, um, Mike, what did you learn about being right about the 49ers? Is it don't bet against Brock Purdy unless it's in the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, the only the only time you go wrong against the Brock is um Super Bowl. Uh <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. The 49ers Brock. uh was was pretty pretty obvious to me. Yeah. All right. And then so for the NFC East, uh, most of us were correct until uh, they went 10 and two. And then after they lost that game, uh, all hell broke loose in Philly. Um, we all had the Eagles winning, except for Waleed, who had the Giants winning. Giants. Wow. <laughs> he picked the Giants to win the division last year, too, because he every year with the NFC East, he's like he refuses to pick the Eagles and Cowboys because he thinks they're both going to choke. And yeah. so he's just defaulting to the Giants because they have Saquon. And what's funny is I want to jump ahead. He was the only person that got one a, a single NFC wildcard team right. But it's like you do all the math wrong, but you get the right answer because he had the Bears, Cowboys, and Eagles as his as his uh, uh, wildcard teams because he had the Giants winning the division. Right. So he, he correctly assessed that the Eagles would not win the division, but incorrectly assessed who would actually do it. Uh, oh, Willie. Love you, buddy. All right. Uh, for the NFC North, uh, Mike, you get Big to shit. wear the shame hat. Yeah, shame cone for Mike Valverde. Shame cone for the Mike. Vikings. Oh man. Well, what happened? Justin Jefferson got hurt. Um, Wrong. It was excuse. because the Lions were better. <laughs> Kirk Cousins <laughs> got hurt. Wrong. It's because the Lions were better. <laughs> Alexander uh, Madison was the running back. Correct. Correct. Partially, yes. <laughs> Although Ty Chandler are also not that good. A little bit better, but not that good. Ooh. Yeah. If uh, actually no, Madison shit the bed too hard this season. I was gonna say if Madison switches teams, he might be the mid back. Yeah, but I don't think like, anybody's gonna want him at all. Exactly, he shit the bed too hard. All right, Evan. Uh, Evan surprisingly was the one who chose the Bears. 
Uh, yeah. So shame, and, also shame Cohen for Evan. What were you thinking? Why would you have any trust in the Bears? Yeah, and then everybody else chose the Lions because we were all smart and handsome. That's right. All right. Uh, NFC South. Shame cone for every single person. <laughs> Not one of us picked Damn. the Buccaneers. We all to, picked the to our credit, Falcons. To yeah. our credit, none of us picked the Panthers. So no no extreme <laughs> embarrassment. But could, I, you ima- could you imagine if somebody picked the Panthers? Yikes, man. That would have been tough. Uh, yeah, I, I all of us that picked the Saints were technically closer, but that doesn't matter. Because no. they they lost on tiebreaker and also did not make the playoffs. All right. Uh, so what did we learn there? Uh, I don't know if there's really a lesson to learn. Maybe that the Arthur Smith sucks and uh, the Saints are up against a wall because their cap situation is really bad. Yeah. yeah. Um. But next, but now the Saint now the Falcons don't have Arthur Smith and they have a normal coach who will probably just like hire somebody and let them run the offense. So, you know, I'm probably going to be on the Falcons next year. Mike, did you learn any lessons from this? Um, yeah, don't, don't pick the Falcons or the saints. <laughs> Tampa Bay. I think, I think I learned uh Derek Carr might cover your ears. Ah, he no good. No mo. Oh no. He's ah. bad now. Yeah, he, he's he's a guy. He's he's just a guy. He's in that he's in that Andy Dalton tier, but he's getting paid like forty million dollars a year to be late career Andy Dalton. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Uh, all right, uh, cone of shame for nobody for picking uh, the team that has won the AFC West for seventy five years running, the Kansas City Chiefs. Good job, everybody. Yes, very good for. Uh... Sorry, I'm, I'm highlighting the Bills for like most of us oh, yeah. because for some I, reason they aren't highlighted for, yeah, for I, anyone. I, I missed a row in highlighting. Uh, so uh, for the AFC East, we all picked the Bills except for Evan and Willie. Shame cone for them for picking the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, who which, lost the division on tiebreaker. Yeah, I was going to say, which it's it's like the world's smallest shame cone. It's not really. And they lost on tiebreaker after the, the Bills had one of the greatest comebacks in like NFL history to make the number two seed. Like they right. were, they were like five percent chance to make the playoffs at one point, and then they were the two seed. So, shout out to the Buffalo Bills. All right, uh, AFC North, uh, shame cone for Mike and Jeff. Oh <laughs> no! Uh, I, hey, 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 hey! This is my chance to brag. I said right. before the season that the Cincinnati Bengals were going to be the disaster team this year, and that yeah, they were did. going to not make the playoffs, and. Don't pay attention to the fact that Joe Burrow got hurt. I was correct. <laughs> I would say that was a disaster. Yeah, I mean, I obviously I wasn't predicting a Joe Burrow injury, but I thought that the other things they were going to struggle with, uh, lack of depth and running game atrophying, offensive line still not being very good, that all materialized. And, yeah, they, they were – I mean, they ended up finishing last in the division, which was crazy. Oh, wow, I didn't even realize. Yeah, that makes sense because the Browns uh, made the playoffs. Uh, the Steelers, the Steelers, the, and, the Steelers and the Ravens. So yeah, they did finish last. Damn, damn Bengals. All right, uh, AFC South. Um, what did we learn? We all got it wrong, uh, except because we picked the Jags. Except we'll we'll lead pick the Titans. Even more wrong. 
even more wrong, more wrong than uh, than the rest of us. Uh, Mike, what did we learn from this? Are we picking the Colts next year? I'd pick the Colts next year. That's who I'd pick. Um, I think I think the Texans are are really good. They're definitely up and coming, but I think the Colts are a little bit more solid than than the Texans. So um, I'm gonna. Well, plus they're my favorite team. So you know. That's why. That's why I threw it to you, Mike. Yeah. So bias um, included, I'm going with the Colts. All right, Walker. What did you learn? Uh, C.J. Stroud is really good. Mm-hmm. He is really good. Um, that's mostly it. Oh, also, Doug Peterson should take back play calling from Press Taylor. That's uh, that should also happen. I think that this is going to be a really competitive division again next year, though. I would expect the Texans, even if they get better, they're probably going to end up with a pretty similar record because they're going to have a significantly harder schedule. So I would expect them to be around 10 wins. I would expect the Colts to be around 10 wins, and I would expect the Jags to be around 10 wins. So I think it's going to be a real shootout. I mean, there could be a situation where all three of those teams make the playoffs. Yeah, and I, it, they also, all three of them, get two automatic wins against the Titans next year, too. So that'll... The Titans will beat one of them. I yeah, don't know win, but they'll at, beat one of them. At some point, because, yeah, the Titans aren't going to go 0-17, and, and that's their biggest chance. But it's also... Like in terms of overall playoffs, like they're all gonna get to beat up on the Titans a little bit, kind of like uh, yeah, yeah. Like Ten- the Tennessee's probably this gonna, year. right. Tennessee's probably gonna go like five and twelve, so you're gonna have the rest of the teams over five hundred most likely. I mean, the Colts, to their credit, I mean going nine and eight with Gardner Minshew as your quarterback for most of the season is very impressive. Yeah, the Colts, the Colts probably in the AFC impressed me more than any other team in terms of like surprise because. Yeah, they overachieved. Yeah, because everything, like, the the Texans, obviously, they won the division. They were good. Nobody expected them to be there. But things went as planned for them. Their plan Mm -hmm. just happened to work out very well. The Colts lost Anthony Richardson, what, four games into the season, Mike? Yeah, I think it was... And yeah, he I think left. He, I think he played, he left the five, other three early he, he played. He played in five games and he finished three of them. And yeah. he left two of them early with injury and then never yeah. played the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. and and then uh, I don't think that counts uh, the Jags game, which was week one, which uh, he got hurt on like the last Colts play that they had. Yeah. So it was like it was like that dude just could not stop getting hurt, and uh, that was I just remember that. Um, there was a report where Trevor Lawrence was like, dude, you got to chill. They are bigger and faster here. You cannot play like you played in college after that game. So, uh, yeah, he'll, I I think he'll learn a little bit better how to protect himself. I still think he's probably going to be more, he, because of his build and his physical strength, I still think he's going to be more Josh Allen than like, you know, Mike Vick or something where he's, he's going to be doing He's still going to be running into people at times, but he's just got to learn how to protect his body. You know, learn how to fall. Yeah, learning how to fall is huge for a quarterback. Uh, looking at you, Jaden Daniels. Yeah, that. Well, he knows how to fall, just really hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he knows how to fall, which is all the legs, all uh, both legs, both arms go flailing, and then you hit the ground as hard as humanly possible. Pretty much. All right, uh, for the wild card, everybody got the entire NFC wrong except for Walid, which we mentioned. Uh, do the math wrong, get the answer correct. Uh, he was the only one to pick a wild card team as the Eagles. Uh, I think the funniest one might be mine. Uh, I picked the, the wild card teams as 
the Giants, the Falcons, and the Seahawks. Yeah, not quite. <laughs> I mean, I I guess at least the two of the teams that I picked made the playoffs. They just won their division. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's, same same uh, with Mike. Yeah, honestly, the reason a lot of us got this wrong was because team we uh it's because of the NFC East, because the Dallas winning the NFC East. So, yeah. um, because uh, Mike had the had uh the Cowboys and the Lions, uh Walker had the Niners and the Cowboys, uh Walid had the Cowboys, um Tony had the Cowboys. Uh, Shane had the Cowboys and the Niners and then Ryan had the Cowboys and the Niners. Uh, I just thought I got all three wrong, like in a hilarious fashion, Giants, Falcons, Seahawks. Good Lord. All right. For the AFC, uh, Walker got one, correct. The Stillers. I got one, correct. The Dolphins, uh, the TH fantasy guys, uh, two of them got the Dolphins correct. And, oh no, all three of them got the Dolphins correct. And Mike gets the cone of shame for Jets, Chargers, Ravens, not really the cone of shame. But I missed two out of the three. Yeah, and he's, one, he's got he's got the the world's smallest cone of shame again. Yeah, world's smallest cone of shame for Mike because uh, how could you not see uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers tearing his ACL four plays into the or his Achilles four plays into the season, Mike? How could you not see that coming? Man, crystal ball was cloudy that day. Yeah, come on, Mike. All right, let's move on. Let's do AFC NFC Super Bowl winner uh, really easily. I was the only one who got anything right. Yep. <laughs> My, Mike had Bengals over Eagles. Uh, I had Ravens over Seahawks. Not good. Not great. Jeff had 49ers over Bills, which is pretty close. Yeah, not bad. Uh, let's see. Uh, Evan did not pick these, so no idea. But uh, Walid had Bills over Lions. Respect, but wrong. Um, Tony had Eagles over Bengals. Shane also had Eagles over Bengals, and Ryan had Jaguars over question mark. Over mystery team. Yeah, so he just no didn't idea. fill out that spot. He, I, I'm pretty sure his pick was the Lions uh, because of hearing it on TH Fantasy a bunch of times that he had a a bet on Lions Jaguars as the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean this. I think this just shows how hard it is to pick who plays in the Super Bowl every year. Well, apparently it's really easy. You just pick the Chiefs every time. Yeah, I guess so. Chiefs and then uh, an NFC team. Right. Just, uh, pick, just pick Chiefs and one of the two good NFC teams. Lions and Niners? Yeah, right now that's who they are. So it's probably going to be one of those. Yep. It might be the Lions. Walker, how would you feel about the Lions playing in the Super Bowl next year? Uh, I mean, if you want, we can we can debut this right now. Uh-oh. I'm. That's my prediction. I am I'm going to go into next season predicting the Lions will make the Super Bowl. Wow. Mike, how do you feel about that that prediction? Lions going to the Super Bowl in 2025. Uh, Super Bowl licks. I like it. I think I think that's it's likely very likely to happen. Dang. But yeah, next year greatest Super Bowl name. Uh, Super, Super Bowl, Bowl licks. Super Bowl licks. L I X. Super yeah, Bowl. Be, you, you know it's going to be two cat teams then. Am yeah, right? ooh, start starting the most brain dead conspiracy theory right now. Yeah, Super Bowl licks, so we're gonna get Lions Bengals. Lions Bengals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also appreciate that there were people who had just competing conspiracy theories. No matter what happened, it was a conspiracy. Good job, guys. Um, <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing the NFL was there to make the world know who Taylor Swift was. Right. 
the biggest pop star on the planet. All right. Um, how about do you want to do uh, all of this the easy way or the hard way? <laughs> I mean, I guess we should do it the easy way, but we, right. we we can go through position by position. But we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on the fact that we got a bunch of shit wrong. Uh, all of us missed every single award. MVP, coach, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. Um, uh, let's go with the funniest MVP candidate on here, which was uh, Justin Herbert by me. Nice uh, also, Willie. Yeah. Um, also, Trevor Lawrence, not great, but we were everybody was in on the Jags. So uh, Lamar Jackson. Mike, would you like to have the floor about Lamar Jackson winning MVP? I, I, I'd have him third. But that's about as best as I I think. I think um, if it wasn't a quarterback award, then he doesn't win it. CMC should be the MVP. And then Josh Allen really should have won it. Since what? That's ridiculous. Josh Allen threw like 30 picks. He had 50 touchdowns. I don't care. He turned the ball over a million times. And his yep. team was way worse, even though they have more talent. Name, name, one, name one category that Lamar Jackson led in. Rushing yards. I don't even know if he did that. <laughs> he less less interceptions. Less interceptions. Oh. Uh, Josh Allen leads him in interceptions. He has more. The number is bigger. Sorry, Walker. Let's see. Rushing yards. Rushing yards. Lamar Jackson had 821. Josh Allen had 524. Bang. No, guys. Bang. So what, the, the only thing that, he, that Lamar Jackson does is run. Wrong. So he should... He should have been the. He should have been the. Should have lost just because it's a quarterback award and he's a running back. Get up! Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I was waiting for Mike to get that joke. 67, out. 67.2% like, oh. completion percentage. 5.3 touchdown percentage. 1.5 interception percentage. Well, he, he doesn't throw the ball. Threw the ball the most times of his career, Mike. Well, the. The most time in his career when he never threw the ball in the first place. 457 to fair, passes. To be fair, Mike is correct. 457 is laughably low. Over 100 quarterback rating. He threw fewer passes than Gardner Minshew, and uh, he barely threw more than Josh Dobbs. Okay. No, I'm just saying. To, <laughs> to, to be fair to Mike. To be fair to Mike. <laughs> You don't need to be fair to Mike. His argument is disingenuous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the third. subject of MVP on the, number three. On the subject of Mike, you in fact do not have to hand it to him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's third behind Christian McCaffrey. And Brock jo- Purdy. I was gonna say, and Jeff's gonna say Brock Purdy for the joke. <laughs> uh, uh, everybody my, hates Brock Purdy for some reason. I my, don't actu- my actual MVP ballot would have been Lamar first. McCaffrey second, Allen third, and you pick five for MVP, right? Uh, I think so. I think you yeah. rank them at the end too. Uh, so those three, uh, four would be. I mean, in reality, it's Tyreek, but I refuse to vote for Tyreek Hill because he's a bad person. So I'll go C.E. Lamb fourth, and then uh, Amon Ross St. Brown fifth. Wow, that's a crazy, that's like a, a a very unconventional ballot because, like Mike said, it's a quarterback award. Yeah, I mean, I would give it to a quarterback because I think Lamar was the most valuable player, but I don't necessarily, you know, I, if McCaffrey would have won it, I would have been fine with that. I think it was a two-man race, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I think it should have been McCaffrey, but as we all said, it's a quarterback award. Right. 
So, um, all right, coach of the year. I mean, none of us really saw the path of what happened to make uh, Kevin Stefanski coach of the year. Right. Like, like, how did we could how could we have predicted or how could we have not predicted that uh, Deshaun Watson would get hurt and then Joe Flacco would come off the couch and be the best quarterback in the NFL for five weeks? Well, he wasn't, but you know, he wasn't even really all that good. He just let me the do the hyperbole. No. Fine. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, in a just world, I think we all agree that uh, Dan Campbell would have won. I would have voted for Dan Campbell, but I am also biased, so take it out how you will. Yeah, all, I I picked Dan Campbell to win too. All I know is that Tony and Shane can go fuck themselves. <laughs> oh, Nick Sirianni, yeah. get out uh, of here! I I think again, so thir- three coaches. My coach of the year ballot would have been Campbell, Stefanski two. And Matt LaFleur, three. Matt LaFleur? Yes. Wow. I think that he did a really good job with a team that was very young and inexperienced. Well, then why not? Why isn't D'Amico Ryan's third? Because D'Amico Ryan's had the benefit of having an elite-level quarterback, and LaFleur is carrying some guy. Wow. So then why isn't Kyle Shanahan third? Because Kyle Shanahan has an extreme amount of talent on his roster that isn't his quarterback, and the Packers are the youngest team in the entire league. What? I don't believe that. I refuse to believe numbers. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I'm i trying to think. I was stalling because I was trying to think of what my three would be. Uh, Dan Campbell. Uh, I, I don't want to give Kevin Stefanski an award for the Browns getting bailed out of Deshaun Watson. Like, it, it does, but... They're, the defense was so good too, though. Uh, yeah, but that's not really him, to be fair. Yeah, that is that's true. Um, and I mean, just just do it. You know you want to. Just put Kyle Shanahan second. I'm not gonna put Kyle Shanahan second. I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna go Dan Campbell. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give him the credit. I'm gonna give D'Amico Ryan's the credit. Okay. For turning around that that team, and then uh, my third would be Brandon Staley. Wow, no reaction at all whatsoever to the 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 joke. Uh, no, it would be for his uh, rounding, uh, resounding speeches. It will be Sean McDermott. Ah, okay. <laughs> it was really funny that he actually got a vote. <laughs> one one vote. Uh, who who knew that uh, Muhammad Atta had a vote for uh, Coach of the Year? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, I, I think uh, yeah we got it wrong. Whatever. I, I think most of us were on the right track. Mike Tomlin is a pretty solid pick. Um, yeah. Shout out Walker, uh, whoever that is. Um, <laughs> shout out Walker. Uh, yeah, the rest of these. Nick Sirianni sucked. Uh, Doug Peterson sucked. See you later. See you later. Later, bozos. All right. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. Uh, we all got. Uh, Duped yeah. by by uh, Arthur Smith, the coward Arthur Smith. Yeah, uh, we, all we, all picked, we, we all picked Vijan except uh, who's this? Tony, who picked uh, Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison, yeah, which which wasn't any more correct to be honest. To be fair, he was uh, he was good, but yeah, Vijan so Robinson, Bichon. yeah, he was probably the second best uh, rookie wide receiver, and uh, Jordan Addison was, or sorry, Vijan was second best rookie running back, and Jordan Addison was probably the second best rookie wide receiver by production uh yeah i would say i mean i guess you can make an argument that on a points per game basis it was probably tank dell but 
Oh yeah. He got hurt, so I, I think it's fair to say Addison was the second best. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then I think the rookie running backs Gibbs probably edges out Bijan by a little bit. I think so. So yeah. Uh, um, but it was C.J. Stroud. But you know, uh, for the positions, yeah, Gibbs was the best rookie uh, running back. Uh, uh, Poopa Napoopa was the <laughs> best wide receiver. And Sam Laporta, the tight end. I think uh, course, if, yeah. if we re-rolled it, would it would we vote for Lapuka? Lapuka. Would we vote for Laporta or Puka for Rookie of the Year? Offensive Rookie of the Year. Oh, for fantasy? Yeah. No, just Offensive Rookie of the Year. Oh. Um, no quarterbacks. No quarterbacks. Okay, then I would vote for Puka. Okay. Yeah, um, I agree. Puka Nukua. I think so. I I saw some uh I saw a highlight video of him today and I was like, "Good god, how is that guy a rookie?" He plays yeah. he plays angry. He's like he, he's so he's very very strong. Yeah, he's like if they put uh Almond Ross St. Brown's brain in a different body. Like he plays so angry the whole time. He's very good. Um all right, defensive rookie of the year, we all got it wrong. Uh, it was Will Anderson. Uh, shocking that it wasn't Aiden Hutchinson, like uh, yeah. like Will Lee put. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's why I put Lawrence Taylor down because right. I, I remember this bit. Yeah, Will <laughs> Lee just like not even reading what the category was. <laughs> just, just like, oh, I'll just throw somebody in there. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, uh, other guys got votes. Jalen Carter got two. Brian Branch, uh, Christian Gonzalez, and Tyree Wilson. Yikes! Um, Sorry, Ryan, but yikes. Harry <laughs> Wilson, really bad. Woo! Um, fantasy, MV, I don't know. What, what do we want to say about Rookie of the Year? Uh, how about this? Uh, nobody's complaining about the Texans using up uh, as much capital as they did to pick <laughs> two and three in a draft anymore. It's so funny that the two teams that got shit on the most for their drafts in the entirety of the draft were the Lions and Texans. Yeah. And they might have had the two best drafts of any team in the league. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I said it the day after. I was like, I have no problem with this. Because no, you needed a huge reset if you're the Texans. Right. They, they thought that. they had two elite players there, so they spent what they could to get them. I mean, and they were right. It's, you know, I think Brian Branch should have won the award, uh, but that's fine. I mean, I, I get why Anderson did. He was really good. I just thought that because he got hurt, his numbers weren't really that great. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on to fancy MVP, which luckily we voted on last week. It was Christian McCaffrey. We all got it wrong. Uh, Waleed, I think Waleed just forgot their other players in the NFL because he voted for Bijan for like three awards, four awards, including his flag running back. Um, <clears throat> AJ, uh, AJ Brown for the TH Fantasy guys, real high on that supply. Jeff said something, some stupid Justin Herbert guy. Uh, Walker said Amon Ross St. Brown, and Mike said Justin Jefferson. So. Uh, but we voted last week and said it was Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, it was definitely McCaffrey. Uh, yeah. I All I'll say is I came the closest. Yeah, I'd say so. All right. So we didn't we didn't put fantasy rookie of the year down last week. So we have to talk about this. Uh, all that I know is that everybody got it wrong because it yeah. wasn't Bijan, Jordan Addison or Anthony Richardson. I would say we just talked about it. This is going to be. Is, yeah, it's Puka. Mike, do you concur? Puka, fantasy rookie of the year? Yeah, why not? Okay. Mike really uh, on, on board with this right now. Biggest bust. We all got it wrong. Because uh, we said it was Austin Eckler. A lot of us were close with yeah. uh, Calvin Ridley. 
Yeah, I mean, I think Mike Ramondre Stevenson correct to be to to a point. I mean, yeah. not not the ultimate correct answer, but pretty correct. Miu Debo and eh. he underperformed, but I wouldn't say he busted. Yeah, when I you're agree. looking. Yeah, when you're looking against like Austin Eckler and and uh, Calvin Ridley type things. Uh, yeah, Calvin Ridley, I understand that one. That is pretty good pick. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, sure, I guess. Uh, Jonathan Taylor got hurt. Doesn't really count. Yeah, so um, but but it. Austin Eckler really uh really uh pooped the bed. Uh, hmm, so, conspic- conspicuously, when we see when we look at big, biggest sleeper, uh, I seem to remember somebody on this podcast picking Jimmy Garoppolo, but it has been hell yeah, <laughs> but it has been surreptitiously re- replaced by Raiders Raiders QB. quarterback. <laughs> this dude went Tech Mobile Eagles QB on us. <laughs> Uh, but guess what, Mike? Aiden O'Connell is wrong too. <laughs> Damn it! It's uh, probably Garoppolo. still better than our picks, though. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo getting well. I don't know. Antonio get oh Antonio Gibson might not be on the team next year. Actually, Sean Tucker might not be either. Nope. But uh, and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo definitely getting cut. They already said so. Yeah. So, <laughs> and suspended two games for PEDs. Boy, what in what performance are you enhancing? Yeah. Right. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, so biggest sleeper, I we all got that wrong badly. We all um, shit the bed. <laughs> Bleed said Samaje Pirine, which was fine. He was okay. Um, Jarek McKinnon, no. Adam Thielen, that's pretty good. That's not bad, yeah. Shane, that's not bad. Well, I'll give Shane credit for that one. And then also McKinnon for Ryan. Yeah. And who actually was the biggest sleeper? Um, we. Oh, yeah, we said was... it was Kyron Williams? I believe actually no. Now that I think about it, I put Puka, but it was uh, Kyron Williams was biggest sleeper who cashed was Kyron Williams. Okay, so yeah, Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams. So and I was then, on the right track, just completely wrong player. Same thing with Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Sean Sean Tucker, baby. Uh, he'll still he'll still get his chance. Give me all your Sean Tuckers, and by that <laughs> I mean I'll pick him up off the waiver wire. And Jeff, I'll trade. Jeff will. Jeff saying I'll trade you a fifth round rookie pick for Sean Tucker. <laughs> That's right. And people going, uh, sure. I don't, yeah, going, I, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I guess, guess I'd so. rather have the fifth round rookie pick. It technically yeah. could be Puka or something. Yeah. So um, let's do first coach to be fired and let's start with the world's biggest cone of shame and possibly large cone of shame for Waleed, who chose Kevin Stefanski as the first coach to get fired, <laughs> who won <laughs> coach of the year. <laughs> Very good. Very good stuff. Thank you, Waleed, for that. Uh, world's biggest cone of shame for Waleed. Uh, Shane was close to being right with uh, Brandon Staley. Uh, the resident Chargers fan picked his own coach <laughs> as first coach to get fired. <laughs> and was almost correct. Yeah. Um, I and, went with Todd Bowles, as did Ryan. I thought the Buccaneers were going to – I thought the Buccaneers were going to poop the bed and Todd Bowles was going to be the scapegoat. Um, and then we got Mike Walker Antoni with big dubs. Yeah, Josh, Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels. Uh, I don't know. It just seemed it just seemed like they didn't like each other from the beginning of the season, and I, I couldn't imagine the Raiders being so good that they couldn't justify firing him at some point. Yeah, it's it's yeah. He was such a he was an aggressively bad coach, and what mm-hmm. the I think the shocker to me is nobody picked Arthur Smith. Yeah, I I guess because. Everybody kind of figured that even though he's bad, 
that the Falcons were going to be contending for the division and therefore wouldn't fire him early. Yeah, I guess so. Which pretty much is what happened. I mean, they they were contending for the division until like the last week and a half. And so they just waited until the end of the season to fire him. Yeah. And um, I think the um, the biggest shocker is Dennis Allen, considering that he had a coup against his team in the middle of the year. And then again at the end of the year. And he still didn't get fired. And he still didn't get fired. So that's crazy. Um, Saints, get your get your bands up. You can afford to fire your coach. Let's do this, guys. You can have Mickey Loomis do that, too. He'll run the Pelicans. He'll run the Saints. He'll coach the, the Saints. He'll coach the Pelicans, too. It's definitely uh, not going to be too much for an old man. No, definitely not. So, uh, all right. Uh, that'll do it for this review episode. And with that, we did it. 2023 season, fully, in the books. It's done. It'll, <laughs> you never have to look at it ever again. <laughs> Mike, Mike, what what is your uh, – I'll, I'll ask for – for each of us what is your overarching your one one big thing about your fa- about fantasy football in 2023 oh that's a good question um don't overvalue your quarterback especially no matter how great they are i thought this guy was gonna say don't ev- overvalue your quarterbacks especially lamar jackson <laughs> yeah, especially lamar jackson <laughs> um i think my my biggest arching takeaway for next year is um, the blob is no longer a viable place to look for tight ends because we have so many guys above the blob that now you're trying to you're 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 investing capital in trying to get a guy that finishes 11th or 12th instead of a guy that will finish just below elite, which is what the whole point of the blob was before. So I think that that's my takeaway is that we we have too many guys that are uh, out of the blob or are upper blob borderline not blob that um, we we are in trouble if we go back to that next year. Uh, I think I I also I agree with Mike about the quarterbacks. I also agree with Jeff about the tight ends. Um, I'll say my thing is um, stop putting players into buckets and then just ignoring or drafting all of that bucket. Um, you're going to be a lot better off if your draft strategy is malleable to how the board falls and you don't necessarily – write off any player as a draftable asset. I mean, because a lot of a lot of us, you know, we came into the season not liking Rashad White and then maybe he falls to like the sixth round in your draft and you still don't take him because you think he's bad. But at that point, the opportunity cost is worth it and you would have gotten a good player. Same thing with like, you know, a, a lot, you know, we we were doing the right analysis, but we forgot that like there was a second year running back on the Rams who had a chance for a lot of playing time. And mm-hmm. it's not like, the, you know, everybody was really excited about Zach Evans, you know, because he's the new, you know, the new guy. But, I mean, Zach Evans had his job taken in college, and I, I didn't expect him to take over in, in L.A., and we knew that Cam Akers wasn't the guy. So, yeah, I mean, just being willing to sprinkle a little bit here and there on guys that could pop in situations that wouldn't normally be advantageous. Um just I, I suppose it's an argument for diversifying your portfolio i think taking that one step further um i think we also have to get away from the like well somebody's gonna have to do it level of analysis that led us to miles sanders you know um, That's true. because yeah even even rashad white <clears throat> like we forget because it's a long season that for the first month or so rashad white was kind of what we thought and then they started passing in the ball and then that's when he took off. So 
Um, you know, I, I think for Rashad White, I think the the correct tack to take is um, don't don't have take lock on your guys when the season starts and the opportunity is different than you expected. Because, um, you know, we we poo pooed Rashad White for a long time because rightfully so the dude sucks. He's not a good football player. But once he started getting those targets, it was like, oh, we should yeah, I mean, mention you, this. Yeah, I mean, even I started ranking him in my top 12 at that point because it was like, well, I mean, clearly I was not correct. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that was a good question, Walker. Uh, Mike, do you have a prescient question? Come on, off the top. Give a uh, great I'll, question. I'll, do it. Um, no, I don't have one. Uh, put Mike on the spot. Uh, <laughs> here's my question. Uh, how about we talk about the rookies next week? How does that sound? Sounds good to me. I'm ready. We'll talk. We'll talk. Uh, we'll do the first half because quarterbacks are so much to talk about. So I think we'll do it the same as we did last year, where we're going to split the the positions up into our top tens, uh, one through five, in the next episode of five through ten. So we'll talk or six through ten. So we'll talk quarterbacks one through five next week for each of us. It does mean we end up talking about more than five quarterbacks, but mm-hmm. um, it'll be fun. Uh, we get to find out is is uh, Bo Nix or Michael Penix or uh bob rob nicks or <laughs> i don't know there's a lot there are two nicks is too many and we'll figure out which one's better but um also i'm excited i'm excited for regus picks this year because i have th- there's some good ones trey regus picks yeah uh, if this is your first season uh trey regus pick is the uh guy who i don't think is who we don't think is good but who will be fun Right. Uh, Trey Regis Memorial pick. So uh, we'll start talking about that next week. So for Mike and Walker, this is Jeff. Thanks for listening. Take care and have a good one. Bye. Yeah.